Hello, this is Mike Burek, your host and producer of Made in Ukraine Tech Startup Edition, a podcast series about Ukrainian tech and IT startups and their efforts to go global. Today is Wednesday, September 9th, 2021. Our guest for today's episode is Anton Vaisbird, who is the CEO and co-founder of a Ukrainian startup by the name of Datrix. Welcome, Anton. How are you? Hi, I'm good. Thanks for having me here. Uh, nice to meet you. Yeah, thanks so much for agreeing to come on Made in Ukraine today. To get started, I would like to get some background on you, both educational and professional. Sure. Actually, my background is uh, was always related to mathematics uh, somehow. So um, professionally, I'm a, I held a master's degree uh, in mathematics and financial of mathematics and then I had different positions uh, working for uh, in financial services in data analytics and machine learning starting for from like Barclays for a couple of years and in, uh, in, in investment banking and risks then leading large uh, data science team responsible for both uh, like financial services e-commerce retail and like European region and then, um, then actually, I've started Datrix to productize what I've been doing as a consultant as, and what my team has done as consultants. And I understand that uh, your undergraduate work was done in Kharkiv at the university. Yeah, that's true. Uh, I, ha- I have a, a degree in mathematics and in Kharkiv Karazin National University, uh, where my professional career, I would say, started. And I also understand that you spent some time abroad studying in Sweden. Yep. When I, I've decided to switch somehow from like classic mathematics and doing uh, the pure science work to applying the knowledge that I have uh, to, to know some real world. And like financial mathematics sounds like a really good, good place to uh, apply this knowledge. So I've studied financial mathematics in Sweden. And you worked at SoftServe for a while, correct? Yep, that's true. Was that in Lviv? Uh, no, actually, I've, uh, it was in Kiev, but I've spent a good bunch of my time. I think I spent uh, part of my time in Lviv, part of my time in London, some uh, regular U.S. visits um, due to the nature of the work which we were doing as consultants. And isn't that where you met your partners for Daytrix? No, frankly speaking, I've met uh, Vlad, who's my co-founder, a little bit early. I've met him working for Barclays around seven or eight years ago. So we worked together for Barclays, and I uh, hired him and invited to join in SoftServe, managing SoftServe, and then it was no-brainer to, to start together the new endeavor, which was Datrix. And my, our third co-founder is Kirill. He's my university friend, and I know him for even longer period. So I know him for around 13 years already. Okay, so let's talk about Datrix. I've heard it described as a quote-unquote low-code data science platform. What exactly does that mean? Yeah, actually, when we are saying it is no-code data science platform, it means that it helps do more data experiments without doing code for uh, for knowledge workers, like both technical and non-technical. Actually, it provides a possibility to 
to create the algorithms and machine learning algorithms or work with the data in the in your browser without a need to know very deeply what's going on under the hoods. You just need to understand what data you have, what you have in your spreadsheets or databases. And that is how it works. And how did you and your partners come up with the idea for Daytrix? It was pretty obvious that like our team has a lot of work in terms of consultancy and the majority of processes are being digitalized and require more and more data-driven stuff to be done. And uh, we have problems and it is a major problem finding the right talents to do both data, analytics, overall professionals who are to know how to code, how to work with the data, and how to put it into production. And it, it took a like, different skill set, and it required a lot of people working with this. And what we understood that there are so it is so many, so many, you know, uh, so many processes that require this kind of efforts. And it, it was pretty obvious that there is a there is a problem matching between the supply and demand for analytics and machine learning. And it was uh, our idea to close this gap was by providing the knowledge workers uh, to do some of the stuff to streamline this process from like end to end, from like raw data to insights. Uh, and that's why we are given the possibility to like lowering the threshold in this space. And we are given the possibility to, to the guys who typically don't write a lot of code to do more stuff and like efficiently do more stuff. And that is uh, all about efficiency of the team. So we are given the possibility to build the data pipelines at least two times faster and shortening the time to do experiments. And this is uh, actually what we've learned from our consultants' life that like 60% of the data is not, is not used for analytics at all in enterprises. And the reason is like, uh, both lack of talents and lack of time to do this. And that's how we are solving this problem. And I understand your company was only founded in May of 2020, although you did some prototyping of the product in the previous year. Yeah, that's right. So we've started with the idea and with prototyping and the end of 2019, we had some UX prototypes, some light prototypes in terms of uh, data, but we've uh, incorporated in May 2020. We've all switched full time. We are a team of like three founders and a couple of more people. And then in like I think six months, we already had a MVP and like we had a early traction and first customers. And is your headquarters in Ukraine or elsewhere? Uh, I would say that the core team is based in here in Ukraine. Uh, we are uh, we have the uh, a team of twenty at the moment. Uh, we are spread between different cities, mostly in Kiev, but we have people in Kharkiv and in Lviv. We have some people working abroad, but we position ourselves as a remote first company. And uh, here our role model is GitLab and how they've uh, created their space and their environment to work. And your company is operating not only in Ukraine, but also in the U.S. and other places, correct? Yeah, that's true. That's why I'm splitting my time between like between uh, U.S., U.K. and Ukraine, because the majority of our customers are not in Ukraine for sure. So the majority of customers are in the U.S. and U.K. Uh, because of our partic recent participation in like Y Combinator 
and we it's pretty natural that the majority of, of the companies who requires data analytics uh, are are based not in Ukraine, but the US market is the largest for us. And UK market is uh, specifically interesting because we have our uh, major customers uh, such as Revolut there. And like we have a pretty good network and one of our core directions is FinTech and banking, which, uh, which is a good fit for London, obviously. So can you describe a typical customer and the kind of problem that you're trying to solve for them with Datrix? Actually, the typical customer is a company which is doing analytics, has a team of analysts and wants to want to do more with, the, uh, with their data and want to enlarge their capacity. Uh, so it could be it could be serious a startup to like large enterprise, but we are uh, actually our main market uh, is mid mid market at the moment. So the typical problems which we are really good at is like risk modeling. Uh, risk modeling is one of our core, uh, I would say, use cases. And uh, what they want to do is to make their risk models better, and they can do this without uh, without the need to code and without enlarging the teams and hiring too many data scientists or risk modelers. Another typical example is we are we have a good exposure to e-commerce and like demand for a custom use cases. So the guys who want to work with their uh, spreadsheets, sales spreadsheets, uh, and um, they can do it using Datrix, uh, combining the different data sources, uh, combining um, the different data pipelines and doing this regularly. So automating the work, which is usually done manually or with the use of engineers. So business analysts or like data analysts can do, can work, it's a typical user for us. They can work with the platform uh, pretty easily and collaborate with each other, deliver results to business. And can you talk a bit about your experience with Y Combinator? When did you attend and what did you take away from it? Yeah, uh, so it was one of the most intensive three months in our lives, I think. So we, unfortunately, it was remotely this year, but still it was a really great experience. We attended Winter 21 batch. Uh, there were more than 300 companies, but it was uh, super interesting and super insightful. I would say that the major thing which we have is a is a community, community of amazing founders who are working together with you, who are uh, growing together with you. And we are uh, communicating with each other all this time after the batch as well. And I think the second second important thing is having this framework and the um, orientation on the pure uh, like concentration on your metrics and concentration on what, what really matters. And like YC teaches you to treat yourself uh, as a business and concentrating on some metrics, which for us was obviously revenue. And we grew like uh, around eight times in revenue during the YC. This morning, before we got together here to talk about your company, I read an article on the New York Times here in the New York area. And they mentioned a company called OpenAI, which has a technology called Codex which sounded very similar to me to what you're doing with Datrix. Would you care to comment on that? 
Yeah, sure. So uh, actually, Codex was like the last uh, the last version of Codex was released a couple of I would say a couple of weeks ago. Uh, this is like really great. The OpenAI general design is uh, really great, and it is like the president of uh, or like CEO of OpenAI, the ex president of Y Combinator, uh, as far as I recall. So what they've created is more about natural language processing. So working with the text, right? So they are doing it in the like in the no-code way, but it's more about text. What we are doing is more about the, let's say the data, which is, it could be text, let's say in this way, but frankly speaking, it is a structured data rather than unstructured spreadsheets, uh, numbers, and so on. So this is the main difference, by, difference but uh, OpenAI is doing great things based on like uh, GPT-3 models and so on. Anton, unfortunately, we're almost out of time, but I did want to ask you, how did you fund the company? Did you bootstrap it or did you have early investors? We bootstrapped for, for a first, I think, half a year, but uh, then we raised, raised a pre-seed round from the great uh, investors from both from Ukraine and from the US. We are uh, really happy to have that, that much support on the very beginning. And then after the Y Combinator, we raised seed round for more than 1 million, 1 million USD, which is enough for us to, for at least uh, two years. And here, like different companies were involved. And it includes both uh, our initial investors, such as like Liapo, Sukin from Near Protocol, uh, like Sigma Software, um, for um, service and product company from Ukraine, and like new investors such as uh, ICU, uh, Altair Capital, and like angel investors such as Oleg Roginsky from People AI, and many, many other prominent uh, founders and and individual investors such as uh, YC alumnus, let's say. Anton, thank you so much for coming on Made in Ukraine today. Thanks a lot. Thanks for having me. It was a pleasure talking to you. I have been speaking with Anton Weisberg, who is the CEO and co-founder of the Ukrainian tech startup Datrix. And this is Mike Burek, your host and producer of Made in Ukraine Tech Startup Edition a podcast series about Ukrainian tech and IT startups and their efforts to go global. Until next time, that's all for now.